0: The nights are getting darker and the air is getting colder. That can mean only one thing. It's spooky season. That's right, we're now only one week away from Hot Tune and to mark the occasion, we'll be getting you in the mood tonight with some ghostly goings-on from around the island. I'm Siobhan Fletcher and I'm about to take you on a journey as we embark on a ghost tour to end all ghost tours. You're not afraid of the dark, are you? Warning! This programme contains ghosts, ghoulies and the occasional jump scare. Please take care whilst driving, and if you're going over the fairy bridge, do make sure you say hello. Well, now you've been appropriately warned, I hope you're ready. Here we go. Tonight, all the stories you're going to hear are presented by Alan Shaw from Isle of Man Ghost Tours, which is now in its 22nd year of operation. First up, we're going to take a tour of Douglas, and we're going to bring Beth Espy, Christy Dehaven and Chanel Suku along for the ride.
1: Well, good evening and welcome to Douglas and welcome to the Douglas Ghost Walk. My name's Alan and I have the gruesome pleasure in being the guide on the tour tonight. The stories I'm about to tell you are true, certainly true as we know of. We don't make stories up, never have and we never will. They all come from good sources of information, as I will tell you on each and every story that we talk about. By the way, do you like murders as well? Yeah, I Gory, gruesome murders. There have been a few nice murders here in Douglas. Well, nothing such thing as a nice murder, but a nice murder story that goes along with it. And it does actually lead to ghost stories as well. That's why we use them on the tour. Now, to do this, we're going to head down, first of all, to the oldest part of town the harbour we will then cut through an area so notorious we wouldn't walk through it 100 years ago we will then cut through the main financial area skirt the residential area and we will head back down here again and hopefully you'll all make it so if you're ready then let's take a walk on the dark side of douglas follow me
0: so you've never done a ghost walk before this is my first ghost walk. what are you feeling going into it i'm genuinely really excited i thought i'd be i thought i'd be terrified and there was a little bit of apprehension earlier on, but now I'm just genuinely excited. Do you think you're going to be able to come back into Douglas tomorrow for work after this? Well, yeah, because it's daytime, but I won't come back in at night. <laughs> and Beth, you've done ghost walks before. What are your feelings going into this? Yeah, well, I've never done the Douglas one. I've done Castletown and Peel, and there is just something. <laughs> Alan's just got this... Air about him of authority, and you know that actually a lot of the stories that he tells are rooted in fact. So, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, ooh, okay. Um, but yeah, so we're heading to the oldest part of Douglas, and uh, I'm fine actually, completely fine. You sure, but Although I have sure? just remembered that I might have to wash my hair. <laughs> okay, see you later. Bye. Yeah chanel yes. how are you feeling i'm excited because i've done this before alan has taken us on a ghost walk in douglas and i have to say it was amazing i learned so much and just a little tip for or teaser for beth and christy there's also something close to work that i always look at when i drive up so yeah oh man don't tell us that you're still sure you're gonna be able to get to work in the morning <laughs> not really oh
1: now our first story is far too far to walk there, but I dare say you ladies pass it every day. And you don't notice it's there. Behind me you see the transmitter tower of Mount Radio. Follow it down into the trees and slightly to the left, you can just see, peering through the trees there, the top of a building, the tower. That tower is Havel Towers. Havel Towers is a beautiful Gothic-style building. It was built in 1832 by a wealthy merchantman. He was moving his business and his family over to the island. So, of course, he wanted to have a building to show off his stature. And this is how Havel Tower became to be built. So, a beautiful building. As you can see there now, the central tower with windows at the top. And it's noticeable during the day because it has a flagpole flying on the top. At the moment, it's a yellow flag. Now, even though this building goes back to 1832, the ghost story inside the building goes back to the early 1900s inside the building there was a tweenie. Not a tweenie as kids like to watch on television these days with <laughs> the big fluffy heads uh, tweenie many years ago was a nickname for a maid who worked between the floors hence the nickname tweenie. And if you go back to the censuses now of Douglas in the early 1900s you can see that many young girls were employed as tweenies. Some as young as 8 years old but this girl she was 16 years old and she was in love with a man from the sea who was a fisherman but Not only did he bring back heaven into the harbour, he also brought back alcohol and tobacco. He was smuggling, as many fishermen were in those days, and this is where we can only assume that she knew he was up to no good, because one evening, when she finished work, she waited for a lover to return from sea. To do this, she went right to the top of the tower. As I mentioned there, you get a great view of the harbour, and she stood there staring out of the windows. But. She noticed there was men on the beach. She realised there were customs and excise officers, were police stopping and searching all the boats coming into harbour. This is where we can only assume that she knew he was up to no good because when his boat did come round the mouth of the harbour, she wanted to warn him. To do this, she ran out of the top of the tower, the room. She started to run down the spiral staircase, but she tripped on the hem of her dress. She fell head first. And when she landed at the bottom of the staircase, she had died of a broken neck this girl we've been told by many former staff members can quite often be seen stood in the tower staring out to sea. always described as the same a young girl 16 years old a long white dress black shiny hair but most noticeable she has an old-fashioned white ruff around her neck people from the outside of the building will see her approach the windows she will stand there for several moments she will then smile and then she will disappear into the darkness of the room. People inside the building never see her, but they hear her. They hear footsteps running out of the room at the top of the tower. This is always followed by the sound of footsteps running down the spiral staircase, but the footsteps stop halfway down. This is when they hear a scream and a bang. And when people investigate, there's never anybody there. Now, some years ago on the tour one night, we were joined by an elderly gentleman who came down on the walk one night with his wife. He said he's a chimney sweep and he swept the chimneys of Havel Towers on many occasions. He said it was 1995, I'd been asked to go and do them again. The owners were away, so it was arranged that I meet the elderly lady, the caretaker, who would let me in, which she did at 8.30 in the morning. And as I was setting up my equipment, she made me a cup of tea. But round about quarter to twelve, I was on one of the first floor rooms, sweeping the chimneys there. When the elderly lady came into. to she said, I'd like another cup of tea with your lunch, and I'd love one. So off to the kitchen, she went. And there he was. On his hands and knees sweeping the chimney, when suddenly, and I'm sure you've all had this feeling before, he had a feeling that someone was behind him. Turning round, expected to see the elderly lady, but there, in the corner of the room, there was now stood a girl. No more than 16 years old, she had a long white dress on, long black shiny hair. He thought he disturbed her. Well, she's one of the residents, so he's about to apologise to her when suddenly the elderly lady came into the room, carrying the tea and biscuits on the tray. Now, she couldn't see into the corner of the room because the door was in between them. But she could tell that the chimney sweep was looking at something. And she said, Are you looking at a girl in the corner? He said, Yeah. She's got a long white dress and a long black shiny hair. Yeah. Is she floating off the floor a few inches? He went, Yeah, she quite often is. And with this, the girl in the corner looked at him, smiled, gave him a little wave, and disappeared in front of his eyes. He said he finished sweeping the chimneys with Inside the Hour. He never did drink his tea and eat the biscuits. And even though he's been asked on many occasions to go back and do them again, he has promised himself and his family that he will never step foot inside Harold Towers ever again. So the next time you go onto the ferry, especially the posh new one, you'll get a great view of Havel Towers from there. It is a beautiful building. Just take a few moments to stare upon the windows at the top. You may see a young girl staring back at you. Give her a wave, give her a smile. Hopefully she may smile and wave back, but don't worry, it's only the ghost of Havel Towers. So what we'll do now is we'll take another short walk. We will head to the old Isle of Man Times newspaper office. We will stand outside that very building and whilst we're there i will not only will i explain what i mean by the 24th of december but i will tell you my three favorite ghost stories from this newspaper article so let's have a head to the old isle of man times newspaper office let's have a walk this way we now stood outside the old isle of man times newspaper and as i mentioned before on the 24th of december 1958 they printed a two-page article ...of all the ghost stories associated with this building, because as we all know... ...Christmas Eve is the traditional time to tell ghost stories. Many people now look at me, shrug their shoulders and go, what are you talking about? It's the 31st of October. It's not. Traditionally, it's the 24th of December. Victorians love their ghost stories. In fact, the Victorians made it a tradition on Christmas Eve, as they took their child into bed... ...and before they blew out the candle, they would tell them a ghost story. As if they're not excited enough about Father Christmas coming, they have to try and terrify him to death. But this newspaper article told many stories. My favourite story by far goes to a gentleman called Sean Kenny. Sean was the sports editor having such a prestigious job. His office was right above us, first floor, looking out upon the street. There'd been a big football match taking place that night. The Isle of Man had played a team against England and the Isle of Man had won. Being sports editor, he'd gone down to watch the football match and he now wanted to type it up, even though it was late at night. As he said, burning the midnight oil, he had to do it because the deadline for the newspapers was 10 o'clock Monday morning. There he was, sat in his office, typing away. When suddenly, somebody walks down the corridor, passes his office door, he goes, Hello? Hello? But there's no one there. He quickly puts his hand in his pocket, he's got the keys. He remembers locking the door behind him. But someone had just walked down the corridor. He looked out onto the street. There's no cars parked outside. There's no light platooning from anywhere else. But someone had just walked down the corridor. Then he realises, hang on, it's his imagination. His eyes are playing tricks on him. He's very tired. He just wants to finish his story and go home. So he carries on typing. But curiosity overtakes. He has to have a look. He pushes his chair away from his desk. Walks across to the door, opens the door very carefully and has a look down the corridor. Hello? 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 To his relief, there's no one there. He turns around.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stood by the side of him was the ghost of Old Man Brown. He ran out of the building. Being a religious gentleman, he ran to the church around the corner where he said he spent an hour on his hands and knees praying for the soul of the dear departed. he just went inside the building. Now an hour later he came back. He stood here with his hands on the door handle, but he couldn't bring himself to go back inside. But he had to, because his coat was upstairs and the car keys were in the pocket. He described himself as stood here on Athol Street an absolute age, waiting for someone brave enough to go in with him. But someone eventually daft enough to do this. And everything was okay till they got to Sean's office. There was something behind the door. They had to force the door open They realized what it was. It was the ceiling. The ceiling above his desk had collapsed. His desk, his chair and his typewriter, in his very own words, where his head was moments earlier, had been smashed into smithereens. It's a good job that he saw the ghost of Old Man Brown. Or did Old Man Brown know that something was about to happen to the ceiling? Is that why he appeared? to scare him out of the building. It's called a crisis sighting. Ghosts appear at the time of crisis, or at the time of need. Now, no matter how much we crane our necks, not even if we're a giraffe, can we see the little window going into the old staff accommodation. So what we'll do now is, let's cross over to the other side.
0: How are we feeling? (laughs) Well, we had a bit of a scare. Just a little one. I'm just reminding myself. The dark is just the light with its pyjamas on. (laughs) That is the mantra in my head at the moment. We're okay. Now, from one capital city to another... What, you didn't think we were going to give the whole tour away, did you? Yeah, we're going to leave Douglas there and instead let's head to the south of the island and hear some spooky goings-on in Castletown.
1: Where else better to start the ghost walk at but the old police station behind me. Despite looking a lot older, it's only 122 years old. An old Bailey Scott design, a very famous architect here on the island. There's three cells inside, but it's cell number two which is haunted. Haunted by a man in a brown suit. Many people who've been locked up in there for their misdemeanours Have awoken to find this man in a brown suit stood staring down at them as they lie in bed. You know he's a ghost because you can see through him. If you don't see him, you will hear him pacing up and down the cell all night. You ask any serving or ex-serving member of the constabulary and they will all tell you that yes, Castletown Police Station is a very haunted building. About 20 years ago, there was a crash on Fishers Hill. You all know Fishers Hill, don't you? Head down towards Port Terrain. If you don't turn sharp right, you make a big splash. That's Fishers Hill. Three cars involved. Thankfully, nobody hurt. But three police officers were dispatched to the scene. Two policemen and a policewoman. When they got back about an hour later, they started to do the paperwork in the round table. But these two policemen very cheekily said, tell you what, make your deal. Police woman said, what's that? Said, pop up to the co-op, get some milk, get a packet of biscuits, and we'll do the paperwork. She said, you're on. So she put the kettle on the left-hand side of the door, then little windows, and then she left the building and went up to the co-op. She returned a few minutes later, went through the door, then turned left to come into the kitchen, and there she was, making everybody a broom. When these two policemen, who were sat at the round table in the round corner, suddenly, in between them, appeared the figure of a man in a brown suit they said even though he was stood between us we could see each other through him and you could tell a police officer told us this next bit because he said this figure then turned and in a very hastily manner started to walk down the corridor it walked into the woodwork of the door and disappeared out of sight seconds later there was one almighty scream came from the kitchen The sound of breaking cups was heard and a police woman ran out and said, Never guess what I've just seen. Said we have, we've just seen it ourselves. So three officers saw this at exactly the same time. And word very quickly got around Castletown that a ghost had been seen inside Castletown Police Station. And the following day, the newspaper reporters were swarming all over town, interviewing anybody they could in relation to this ghost story. They spoke to serving officers, ex-serving officers, and one gentleman who told them that he'd been locked up in there for his misdemeanors the night before only to wake up to find this man stood staring down at him as he lay in bed. Now then, who's heading back to Douglas tonight on the way home? A few of you? Brilliant. Do you always say hello to the fairies at the bridge? Yes. What do you think these little people look like? Are they pixies with wings? Do they have a star on the end of a one to grant you a wish? Bing! What you're actually saying hello to at the bridge is a Begain or, if you're a Harry Potter fan, a Boggart. That is the Lancashire expression J.K. Rowling chose for the books. A Begain or a Boggart is a mythical creature. What it does is, as soon as it sees you, it will instantly read your mind because it wants to know your worst fear, your worst nightmare in life. And then, in a split second, it will transfer itself into your worst nightmare. So the next time you go over the bridge, if you're scared of snakes the most in the world, you may see it as a 20-foot snake slithering down the road heading towards your car. If you're scared of daddy long legs in the most in the world, tonight in the headlines you will see a 10-foot daddy long legs coming down the road heading towards your car. If you're scared of spiders the most in the world, tonight you will see a giant tarantula coming down from its web to sit on top of your bonnet or Let's see who twitches at this one, shall we? If you never put your taxi turning in on time a couple of weeks ago, and you're waiting for that dreaded <laughs> fine to come in the post, the next time you go over the bridge, you will see a tax man, suit and tie on, brown envelope in his hand, with your name clearly written on the front in big letters. Because the only reason it does this is, it wants to scare you to death. That's what transforms itself into your worst nightmare. So, That's why we say hello at the bridge. We say hello to it first to show it that we're not scared of it before it tries to scare us. Little pixies with wings? No. Giant hairy monsters? Yeah, that's what you're saying hello to at the bridge. In 1977, three boys from the boys' brigade visiting the island on a camp trip. Asked their leader, could they earn a badge whilst on holiday maybe a bravery badge could he find him a challenge worthy of such an honor and boy did he find him a challenge he got permission of the owners of castle russian for these three boys to stay there the night on their own if they could they would have earned a bravery badge they went in there at eight o'clock at night and they had a great time but in the early hours of the morning they wanted to get a good look around castletown And to do this, they went right to the top of the keep, the highest part you can go. They ran up the spiral staircase, which took them out onto the roof. But as they entered the roof, they were stopped in their tracks, for there stood a woman in a black dress. She had a bonnet on her head and a veil trailing across her face. But these boys said she had very, very white hands, just like the middle drawing on the wall of Bedroom 1. These three boys fled from the castle and vowed never to step foot in this building ever again, which sadly they never did, but they're all still friends, and they all meet up for be- have a beer every now and then, and a few years ago they met up in a pub one night, and they started talking about the old times, and one mentioned the time they went to the Isle of Man, and one of the others said, here's a question I always meant to ask you two, Did I dream it? Was it my imagination? Or did we all see a ghost of a woman on the top of the castle? And they all recalled exactly the same story. Now one of these chaps is a solicitor. so I tell you what, I've got an idea. Pop to my office tomorrow, which is what they did. And inside his office they swore an affidavit, a legal document saying that yes, they had seen a ghost on the top of the castle. They all signed it and they had it framed and presented it to Manx National Heritage. So Manx National Heritage are the very proud owners of a legal document swearing that Castle Russian is indeed haunted.
0: A huge thank you to Alan again from Isle of Man Ghost Tours. If you want to go on one of their walks, they run from the first Tuesday of July to the last Thursday of November. They offer walks in Douglas, Peel and Castletown, each start at 8pm dead. You can find all the details you need at the Facebook page. And now, I'll let the man himself sign us off.
1: Well, here we are. We've all made it back. Hope you enjoyed our little walk around Douglas tonight. Give you something to think about when you're in bed tonight. Because we've been quite lucky with the weather. Very lucky with the weather tonight. It is going to get a bit wet and windy, especially in the early hours of the morning. This is when that tree outside your window will now start to sway so much it will start to tap your glass. This will wake you up. Feed yourself, These stories true. True as we know of, when suddenly you hear footsteps walking up your staircase. <laughs> but don't worry, it's just an old house. It's just a floorboard settling down at night. All old houses make these sort of noises. Not only that, the footsteps always stop when they get to the top, they always stop. But tonight they will continue down your corridor <laughs> heading towards your bedroom door, by which point you're really wishing you hadn't stopped at the pizza shop and got a four cheese pizza with extra cheese. Is it happening? It is. The footsteps have now stopped outside your bedroom door. The bead of sweat is now starting to run down your brow and you're pulling the duvet a little bit closer around your chin. When is it happening? It is. The door handle is now starting to turn. Oh no. Click. Just like the horror movie, the door will creak open. Mm. There, stood in the doorway to your bedroom, will be a figure all dressed in black. Hands outstretched! Don't worry, it's only me. Thank you for coming down, safe journey home, and as we like to say, please do have nightmares. Thank you so
0: much. <laughs>